Hello and welcome back to KMIH 88.9 on the Bridge. I am joined here today with Carla Rimmer, a nurse over at Islander Middle School. Carla, I'm just going to jump straight in. Uh, I talked to Colson Rimmer, your son, beforehand about your background, and he mentioned that you went to John Hopkins for nursing school. For those of you that don't know, John Hopkins is a very prestigious and widely considered one of the best medical schools in the world, so I just wanted to hear what your experience was at John Hopkins and what you think about the college looking back now. Thanks, Griffin. You know, it was a really fun experience. I grew up in a really small town in eastern Washington, and I did my first three years of undergrad at Washington State University. And um, at WSU, when you major in nursing, you actually have to leave the campus for your um, second two years of nursing school uh, once you're finally ready to start your core classes. And so uh, because I knew at minimum I'd be moving to Spokane, I started looking around at different universities where I could potentially transfer to um, and also get a really good nursing education. And at the time, and I think for many, many years, Johns Hopkins has been rated one of the number one hospitals in the nation. Um, it's a great place to participate in research. It's a great place to learn as a nurse, as anyone in the medical profession. And so I applied. And I applied early decision um, as, as a third-year undergrad at WSU, and I got in early decision. And it was a really, really cool experience. Um, Baltimore is very different than the small-town environment I'd been used to living in in eastern Washington. Um, studying at a world-renowned medical institution was an amazing opportunity. Um, it was fun. Moving on, as someone who has gone through the Mercer Island School District, there probably are a lot of people like me who recognize your name uh, as you are, in fact, the middle school nurse. What's it like being the nurse for the middle school? Well, you know, my role has really evolved over the past few years. Um, being a middle school nurse, I, I knew when I first started in the district, I started in the elementary level, and that was fun, but I was looking to work with older kids, and I really love the middle school age range. The kids, um, you know, they're coming in from elementary school. So some of them are figuring out who they are. They're, lear they're emerging learners. They're emerging advocates for themselves. And so they're learning their bodies. You know, they'll, they'll come in and they'll ask, you know, oh, do I need to go home? And I'm like, I don't decide if you go home in middle school. You decide if you go home. You know, we'll, we can work through what your symptoms are. We can do some things to see if we can make them better. And then we'll work together to figure out if you need to call your mom and dad to go home. It's a really great opportunity to work with this age group. And they come in very young and somewhat immature. But then as they leave as eighth graders, you know, they're now emerging young adults and they have developed some of that independence and really grown up. Many of them are going through puberty, um, which is a really challenging time for kids. Um, it can be a lot of early onset of peer pressure and trying to fit in. And so kids oftentimes, not everybody, but some kids developed um, some social emotional issues and really struggle um, with the pandemic. We had a lot more students that are experiencing mental health challenges. And so oftentimes my office is a place where they may need to rest or take a break and just reset before they go back to class. And then other times we have emergency things, you know, broken bone, brain, kids that just need their meds. We do a lot of different things for kids. And then there, there are a lot of different things as school nurses that we do behind the scenes that I don't think everybody recognizes. We oftentimes will work with families when kids have pre-existing medical conditions. Those students may need to have care plans written prior to their start of school or as those health conditions come up, we, we write care plans, um, which are essentially sometimes in emergency situations, just emergency instruction for staff on what to do should the student experience an emergency in the classroom. So 
If someone has an allergy, we have step-by-step instructions that we train staff on how to give EpiPens, how to give albuterol in an emergency, what to do if someone has a seizure, uh, things to look for as far as low blood sugars for our students that have diabetes. We run the vision and hearing screening programs, just a lot of different jobs. And then we work collaboratively a lot of times with staff, um, our administrators and counselors um, as part of the admin team, just making sure students are safe and uh, getting their needs met at school. And just leaning off of what you said earlier, um, I know you mentioned that between elementary schoolers and middle schoolers, it was a very different experience being a nurse. But how is that different from middle schoolers to adults? Have you ever worked with adults? And what do you think the difference is between being a nurse for middle schoolers and just more adult patients? working with adults has primarily been in the acute care setting, um, which is hospital setting. So that has been a very, very different than the day-to-day work I do as a school nurse. I started my career working in cardiac intensive care at Johns Hopkins the first year I graduated. Then when I moved to the University of Washington, I worked in intensive care here, which um, it was a generalized intensive care. So I did anything from uh, post-neurosurgery, post-surgical liver transplant patients after they would get their transplants, they would come out of the OR and we'd work with them to transition them to the floor, but that could, that's pretty intense um, nursing. Um, then after a few years later, I did uh, I worked actually as a hepatology research nurse, so that was more clinic work where I was working with doctors at the University of Washington that were running studies for hepatitis B and C, and so I had a patient load that I followed that of uh, patients that were participating in medication research to treat hepatitis B and C. That was a lot of tedious paperwork and well as well and, and then just some clinic work and follow-up which I didn't necessarily care for that there was a lot of chart review uh, and not as much patient interaction in that setting so that was um, not my favorite necessarily and then I, I ultimately ended up working as both a liver transplant coordinator and a kidney transplant coordinator so that is more of a case management position where um, we would work pre-transplant to um get patients through all the testing and uh, medical follow-up they need prior to be listed for a kidney and liver transplant or liver transplant, and then worked with them as they would wait on the wait list and then ultimately get their surgeries and then follow up after that. I've I've been able to kind of come and go from nursing throughout my career as I've also been able to be a stay-at-home mom. And the last time I worked as a coordinator, transplant coordinator, it was right before we were moving away. We're saving lots, you know, in the ICU, basically you're there because you're really, really, really sick. And Um, or maybe you've just had a surgery that puts you at risk for complications that could make you really, really, really sick. So we're monitoring you very closely. Um, Those, a lot of my intensive care patients, they were intubated and sedated. So we didn't really build relationships with them. Um, You know, we're just following their bodily functions to make sure that they stay alive. We extubate them. And as soon as they're uh, looking healthy enough to be on a floor where they don't need a critical care, then they move out of the hospital setting, which that's obviously very different than what I do day to day on a, a school nurse basis. In the school setting, we are there to support support kids while they're at school. We do not have that emergency critical equipment that you would need, which is at first when you've come from a hospital setting, it's a little challenging because you're thinking, wow, if there's an emergency, I'm it until 911 response team EMS gets here. Um, and so what do I have and what can I do? And basically it's just moving back to basic life support. You know, my colleague at the high school, she's had quite a few emergency calls, but we always usually err on the side of, not a quite a few, but a, a few this year. And we're always 
erring on the side of caution. You know, if a student has ingested an allergen, they may not be having necessarily an immediate anaphylactic reaction, but then we know they've had the known allergen and we know they have a history of anaphylaxis. We give an EpiPen and then we call 911 right away and then we hand the care off to the EMS team. Whereas, you know, in the inpatient setting, when you're working with adults or just even in the acute care setting, you're more working collaboratively with a medical team, but you're part of that active care, even while the patient is really sick, where the school setting, it's not a patient, it's a student and in rare cases, a staff member, but it's just different because we're there to support the learning primarily. And then we handle the medical things so that kids can hopefully get back to learning as soon as possible. Which job as a nurse did you enjoy the most, which you may have answered partially because you did mention that in the acute care setting, there is less patient to nurse interaction. I just want to hear your thoughts on what you've worked on so far. Yeah, that was that's a hard question to answer because I've really liked a lot of what I have done over the course of my career, but I think that each position that I've held had its moment in time. And I have to say right now, what I really love about what I do now is that I work on an amazing team. My administrators marry Joe Budges and Aaron Miller and uh, Weston Lucas and uh, the counseling team and the staff that I work with at IMS are a great team to work on. I love middle schoolers. As a parent, I think you come to really enjoy kids. And so I've enjoyed this age range of kids that I've been working with for the past four to five years. And then I also, it's really great for a work-life balance too. I currently get most of my summers off. That's been not necessarily the case during COVID because I've had to do a lot of consulting for COVID over the past couple of years. But for the most part, you know, I have the same hours and same days off that my kids have off. And it's a really family-friendly schedule, which I have enjoyed as well. Colson mentioned to me that you have been a nurse your entire life. Do you have any regrets about that? Or has being a nurse been an overall fulfilling job for you? No, I don't actually have any regrets. It has really been an overall fulfilling job. I mentioned earlier, I did have the opportunity to come and go from nursing. And so I have taken breaks in my career to stay at home with the kids. There was a time after kind of my first few jobs, my husband decided to go back to business school and we moved to upstate New York and they really weren't paying nurse. I was going to be the primary earner and the nursing salaries weren't great in that area. And I actually went and worked as a pharmaceutical representative for about three years. And that was fun, but it wasn't like long term, that was not what I wanted to do. I really do like caring for people. Um, I love case management. I love being part of a collaborative team that's problem solving. Um, And in healthcare, that's what you get to do. You get to advocate for people, you get to take care of them, you get to help them problem solve and ultimately get them back to hopefully their normal activities. And, And that's actually been really rewarding. All right. Well, thank you so much, Carla, for me interview you. Is there anything else you'd like to say to the audience at home? No, I don't think so, Griffin. Thanks for having me. Well, this has been Griffin Deal from 88.9 The Bridge.